the key to doing a good Tom Cruise impression is confidence. It doesn't matter how hard you sound like an Australian. You just have to be confident in what you're saying. And then you'll be like me, Tom Cruise. You should actually watch American Made. It's, it's, it's pretty good, and I'm in it. There are spoilers in this show. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Ignorance Is This, a podcast all about a different way of experiencing cinema with little to no knowledge about it beforehand. My name is Scott Martin, and sitting opposite me is the man who is building a better airline, not just a bigger one, Oliver Deer. How do you do, Scott Martin? Oh, you're bad. Oh, why are you bad? I'm a little bit under the weather. You are a little bit sick? Yep. You're wearing a red shirt today. It's symbolic of your (laughs) red nose, because you're sick. Don't give the viewers a peek behind the curtain of what I'm wearing. Yeah. Just if you want to know what Scott's wearing today. (laughs) Guys, I'm wearing some really beigey jeans. Yeah. Also, I'm really worried that this episode is going to be me just, like, unbearable to listen to because yeah. of how hoarse my voice is. Well, I don't think your your voice is hoarse. I think it's chicken. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> no, um, I think you probably just sound like that because you have blocked ears or something. I blocked, think you sound fine it's a to my nose, ears. I think. Yeah. So, it's... Uh, if you listen to me being a a mouth breather during this episode, I apologize. All right. So, listeners, just if you hear Scott mouth breathing as per usual, yeah, do let him know. Oh, I'm such a mouth breathing boy. Use this as the excuse to sort of be like, oh, hey, Scott, maybe you should like not breathe out your mouth so much. Is like, that a thing? Yeah, no. Like, oh, it's something no. me and the listeners have actually been discussing oh, wow. past weeks. The, uh, the three listeners. Yeah. Like, doing, we all guys? agree that um, you mouth breathe. Great. And we can hear you when I'm speaking or just explaining a concept. We can hear you in the background being, yeah. old mate, um, can't breathe well. Very good. <laughs> this is a great start to the podcast. Yeah. I'm feeling more positive than I was when I started this episode. Yeah. Um, I Get just wanted out. to issue a PSA. Okay. Public service announcement. Very good. For anyone who, who like us, is trying to get a better movie experience... Trying to go in maybe a little bit blind. Um, I just wanted to give some advice based on based on how I try to avoid <laughs> movies oh. and and add knowledge about movies. Here we go. So there's two parts to my ignorance essentially. I don't watch the trailers and I don't know the reviews. I don't know what people think about it beforehand. Yep. I found in most cases, not knowing the review is better than not just watching the trailers. Like if it's a Marvel film, say. Yeah, um, yeah. It doesn't really matter the review. I'm probably going to like it. It's probably going to be, you know... A little bit funny. It's going to be real, well received. A little bit colourful. Yep. You you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, it's going to be well received. So really, the biggest part there is not, don't watch the trailers for Marvel films because that's that's the thing that's going to surprise me, you know? Yeah. But for, for movies where we don't know anything about them, uh, the, knowing the Rotten Tomato score, just general consensus of reviews, is what's really important. Uh-huh. And now I've had this a couple movies really ruined by knowing first one was dark tower uh, i mentioned the other day we were fueling up my car on the way to go see dark tower <laughs> Shout, and yeah. throwback um and the guy at the service thing was like hey what are you doing tonight like really chirpy and i was like i'm going to see a movie he's like oh what movie and i was like the dark tower and he was like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. heard it's bad heard it's real bad <laughs> anyway he, anyway have fun how dare that he um doesn't <sighs> understand initially that you're doing this little social experiment without him being told beforehand. I mean, know? I don't... How dare he? I don't necessarily think you should say something's bad. If it's, like, just don't say anything. I often will say if something's good. Like, if yeah. people say, oh, yeah, we're going to see it. Like, we're thinking of seeing it. I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's good. Go see it. I've already done that a lot of times in the last couple yeah. of days. Yeah. I have spoiled the fact that it's good because it is good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but 
if you're spoiling it's bad, they're probably like going to change their plans or something and not go see it. Okay, so now, that's example number one. Uh, now, example number two. Example number dos. Death Note. Yeah. Guess what? This actually happened to both of us. Yep. You didn't know that I was spoiled knowing it. It, it got bad reviews. It has bad reception from fans. Yes. But here's the thing. I thought it was going to be a very good episode of Ignorance is This. Because when I watched the movie, what I took away from it, and what I think a lot of other people have taken away oh, wait, from it. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, okay. I have seen it. Oh, I didn't know that you'd seen it. Um, I just assumed that you were mad. No. Well, my <laughs> consensus of it was that it wasn't necessarily a bad movie. It was just a horrible adaptation of the Death Note anime. Sure. And that's why I wanted you to watch it. Because I thought, I think you will think it's at least decent. Like, it, it, yeah. it won't be stunning, but you'll think it's okay. And that's what I wanted to, to hear your opinion on. I, sure. would, I was yeah. really excited. Because I don't, I don't think it was, like, shockingly made. Just some bad decisions with the characters and stuff. However, that being said, we were both spoiled that it was going to be bad. And we ended up not doing the episode. We already had the artwork made yeah. by Eden, our good friend, hey, who Eden. does the artwork for the show. She had already made the Death Note art, yeah, artwork for us. Yeah, and it was really good as it well. Was, we yeah. wanted to use it really bad. Maybe just let's, let's share it anyway. Here's the, here's the missing episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we make a Patreon, that's something that we can sell. Yeah. Um, well, we're basically doing the discussion of Death Note right now, <laughs> even though you haven't seen it. Yeah. Look, but um, I, was, I was told straight up mm-hmm. by somebody who just straight up said, oh, wow, why are you going to watch that? It's really bad. Mm. But before that, there were so many, even when we would said, and these people mm. know that we're doing this experiment, and I'm like, hey, don't tell me what about Death Note. And then the people would be like, oh, have you seen the anime? And I go, no. And then they go, oh, well, maybe you should, uh, maybe you should watch the anime first. And then mm-hmm. well, I'd like to tell you what, though. It's nothing like the anime. And yeah. I know straight away that they're fans of the anime. So right. there was no way that I could have been without a, an already kind of knowledge in my head yeah. about it. Even before there was the um, the straight up telling of this. Yeah. Stop doing that. Because <laughs> I, I never saw the trailers, but did you think from the trailers it was bad? Like, it, did it look bad? Well, it didn't. Well, yeah. Sh- like, like, you didn't think of anything of it, I'm guessing. No, I just It was just another trailer yeah. I see, and I see a hundred of them a day <laughs> to this show. Yeah, I generally believe you would have thought it was fine. Yeah. I love the... Actually, I do think that the, the idea for the plot is very cool. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, it's a good idea for a plot. The story they chose to follow in the movie wasn't that bad. Yeah. Maybe that's a maybe that's a bad opinion to have, or an unpopular one, but I, like, I didn't think the story was bad. I thought the characters were. The other thing is... Yes. I had it spoiled for me as well. And this is a very frustrating incident. Now, I, have, I don't think I've told you about <laughs> Please, this. Please, go on. I was sitting down having dinner with a couple of people. I won't name anyone, but... Do it. <laughs> Do it. No. Um, and I sort of said, oh, yeah, I'm going to actually go watch Death Note after this. The moment that came out of my mouth, I immediately said, don't tell me, don't... Just yeah. everyone sh- shut up right now. Because don't tell me what it's like. I just want to... Like, I just want to watch... I don't know what... I don't want to know anything about it. You're a trained professional when it comes to letting people know. And I saw... You've been doing it for I 23 saw, weeks now. I saw someone and I was directing this at a particular person. They were about to open their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and say something. And I said that. I was like, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Like, I don't want to know anything about it. I don't want to see the trailers. And then they said, no, 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 I won't, I won't, I won't. I just know it's bad already. Yeah, what the hell? How did... Like, what? Don't tell me if it's bad. Don't tell <laughs> yeah. me if it's good or bad, please. They were just like, um... Don't worry, like, I'm not going to watch it anyway because I know it's bad. Guys... <sighs> it really it frustrated me because I thought, don't worry, I've got this covered. I've just, I've just announced to everyone not to say anything. Yeah. And the moment I did, it, it almost prompted someone to, to pipe up with an opinion. <laughs> uh, and so, so, PSA, 
don't just, just don't tell people you're watching movies. Yeah. Just don't tell them what you're gonna say. Tell them you're gonna say um um the emoji movie, and then they can give you their thoughts on that, and you're like, oh, why'd you tell me it was bad? <laughs> I was really excited <laughs> for it. I love the cast. Yeah. And I love the animation style. <laughs> Um, if Just you are warning. listening to this right now and you know that you were the person that did this, shut your goddamn mouth <laughs> next time. Um, Ollie's spinning around High in chair energy. Like High an energy. He's rubbing it in my High face. High energy podcasting. He's r- that I'm not feeling very good. I know you're... He's, no, 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 no. He's throwing I'm not, it right at my not face. Not rubbing it in, Scott. Just, just... Just helping you. There's pie on my helping face, out. and you threw it at me. We're doing high energy podcasting. High energy, spinning in my chair. Yeah, got my hat backwards. Yeah, he does. You're trying to look all cool. Yeah, um, I know you're a sick boy today. Yeah, it's not your fault. It just happens sometimes. Yeah, it does. So I'm just bringing a bit of high energy. Oh, yay! High oh, energy, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm suddenly I'm, feeling a lot better. I'm adding some. Some chili flakes to the dish. Yeah. I'm bringing that spice. Yeah, it's hot in here. I'm turning up the tempo to 140 beats per minute. Oh, my God. Fan yourself off, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Oh. oh, my God. I'm <laughs> I'm adding some... I'm adding yes. some... Um, some uh, yes. zooms to the to the edit. Okay. I, I'm you, trying you to think of more high weird. energy concepts. You took it to a more weird place. Yeah. There. Okay. Little uh, bit a uh, little bit of left field. Are we turning it down? Yeah. Let's bring it back down a All bit. All right. Turning it down. Hey guys. Uh, so we just were on a little bit of a rant. Yep. Do you think that the the rant will continue into the movie this week, <laughs> <laughs> or do you think that it's uh it's going to be one that we enjoy? Nah, 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 nah. If I said to the listeners right now, hey. We watched American Made this week. I wonder if the listeners would be like, right, are they going to not like this or like this? Because I'm assuming most people don't know what this is. Yeah, and that's <laughs> been um, proven uh, a couple of times within the last day because we, uh, we saw this movie yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, because I have now learnt to not speak to people about the movie that we're going to see mm-hmm. beforehand, um, I've only spoken to very few people, fans of the show, who uh, wanted to know what we were doing this week. And I said, American Made. And they all said, what? (laughs) And I said, it's got Tom Cruise in it. And they go, Tom Cruise is still around, is he? Yeah. (laughs) So, so, yeah, this is a a thing that ironically... Okay, here we go. This one flew under the radar. (laughs) It's a movie all about planes, ladies and gentlemen. Damn, I wish that was in my haiku content. That's really good. Oh, you movie should. about planes. We yeah. need to uh, we need to discuss uh, haikus beforehand because I think we can really bounce off each yeah. other. <laughs> we'll do one line each. Yeah. So American made us a movie 2017 that's starring Tom Cruise, starring Jamer Mays, starring Fat Damon. Um, that's Jesse Plemons from Bla- Breaking Bad. He was Todd. It's uh, yeah. Uh, it is also starring Donald Gleason. Donald Gleason. Sarah Wright is Sarah another Wright. one. Okay. She is the 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 lovely wife. Okay. And yeah. Did you like it? Oh my god, I bloody loved it. Yeah. Okay. That's Did you good. bloody love it? No. Oh. I bloody loved it so much. <laughs> <laughs> the the weirdest thing about this was also like we went into the movies, and I was not with you at the that point, and I was just buying my ticket, and in the line I had a little panic point because <laughs> I saw up on the screens it was like American Assassin. That's it. That's the other three movie. o'clock. I was like. Oh my god! What has Scott looked up the right thing? We're supposed to be seeing American <laughs> Made at one thirty, and this is American Assassin. Yeah. Um, and I went up to the counter, and I I had to ask. I was like, "Is it American Made or American Assassin?" And she was like, "No, there's both." Oh no! <laughs> Doesn't help at and, all. And my only knowledge of either film was they were sort of action films. Yeah. Yep. So 
I mean, with a name like American Assassin. I didn't, I didn't know anything. What, I didn't know what American Made was about at all. And all I knew about American Assassin was there was gunfire in it. Because I, oh. I scrolled past oh, in no. Facebook. I just saw people shooting guns and it was American Assassin. I feel like as uh, shooting people with guns isn't a very assassin-like thing. No? You know what? No, I imagine, <laughs> I imagine like ninja decapitation. That's a good point. Um, uh, some kind of torture as mm. well as an assassination technique, you yeah. know, really uh, bring it out. Right. Something as quick Secrecy. as guns. Yeah. I, I, I assume that this movie is going to be real bad now. I've, yeah, I've, I've no idea. I don't know who's in it either. But, Me neither. But anyway, what, we didn't see that movie. We saw American Made. Yeah, it's completely about, different, you idiots. <laughs> it's about Tom Cruise. He's a pilot. His name is Barry Seal. It's based on a real person. Yes. And he was basically a drug uh, a smuggler for the Medean cartel, who, yep. who um, people might know Pablo Escobar was sort of head of the Medean cartel. Pablo Escobar and his three friends. Yep. So if you've seen... His two friends. Yeah, two friends. Um, if you've seen Narcos... You give this movie a shot. Hey, it's... season one, episode four of Narcos okay. has um, a person playing Barry Seal in it. Oh, sorry, Barry Seal was actually in Narcos. Yeah, That's I cool. looked up to see if he looks more like Tom Cruise, handsome, or or the real Barry Seal, not so handsome. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, he's perfectly down the middle. This Narcos guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, I don't don't even remember that character, but yeah, and this guy had an amazing life. An amazing story. Yeah, ridiculous. Basically, he was he was an airline pilot for like an American company. He got brought into the CIA, and they wanted him to spy on sort of uh, communists in South America. Take some snappity photos. Take some photos, and eventually the Medean cartel sort of caught on to who he was, and they convinced him to smuggle drugs. So he basically he was he was working for the CIA, making money from them and under their protection. Yeah. And he was also working for the Medean cartel, smuggling drugs into America. All the while, because the CIA isn't like affiliated with police or FBI or the DEA, they were all onto him. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like it was really crazy. Like, and he he basically took over this town as this amazing businessman who owned all this land and had his own crazy airline drug business. Yep. Crazy stuff. An awesome story. And I thought before we jump into what we thought about ignorance versus you knowing things about it. Yep. Because I definitely didn't know a damn thing about it. And this boy had seen two trailers. You'd, you'd seen the trailers. Um, yeah. I thought, why don't we just, why don't we list some things about it? Okay. In order to convince viewers why they should see this. Because I have a feeling, oh. I have a feeling people are going to click on this podcast, maybe, because it's a, it's a title. <laughs> it's yeah. a, it's a, it's a movie probably no one has seen. Yeah. I'm, I'm just guessing. But I reckon everyone should see it. Like, well, not everyone, but it's a good movie. Yeah, it's sure. a really good movie. Um, it's made by the person who made the Bourne Identity and I think the Bourne Trilogy. He directed American Made and the Bourne Identity, mm-hmm. but I think he was brought on as a producer for the other Bourne movies. Okay, so he made the first one. Yeah, oh, very good. That's Jason Bourne. And like the Bourne films, it had a very good style. Oh yeah, very. Baby. It was oh handheld, and there was a lot of synthetic camera movement that's done in editing. It looks, it looks cool. It's a very cool style. Yeah. They'd bounce between that style and and kind of a more um, regular Hollywood mm. style every now and then. Yeah. But it was like 80%. It looked like handheld. Uh, lots of quick cuts. Yeah. Lots of zooms. Mm-hmm. I think... Like it was trying to be a documentary, which it kind of is. This is a documentary about this guy's life. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool style when I noticed that, that it was sort of yeah, yeah following 
like a documentary. So it only makes sense to make it present in that way. Mm. Subconsciously, you're thinking, is this real? I think, do you know when the camera like, put on a tripod was when I think Donald Gleason's character came in? Because he's playing this CIA guy in real CIA. life. CIA. <laughs> CIA. Okay. <laughs> So he's working for the CIA, and in real life, no one's really sure who this guy is because they, the CIA erased all the files on this guy, but he made a couple of videotapes, and that's how people found out about it, I guess. Yep. Um, he kind of documented his own life yeah. again. Yeah. So it's it's hard to tell who, who this character, Domino Gillis, is playing, is, if he's, was he real. It got serious, like when he was in the scenes, and it was put on a tripod to sort of be like, dun-dun, okay, it's, yeah, not sure. fu- it's not fun anymore. This is Domino Gleason, and he's saying, like, you work for the a secret agency. You don't screw around, Tom Cruise. But something that I liked about his character is that he wasn't a sec- uh, like, stable, right. um, very, like, run-of-the-mill, hardened guy just being like, hey, you do this for us now. Mm. He was kind of fun. Mm. There was a bit, and I know that we're going to get back to talking about the trailers later, but there was a bit in the trailer that I would prefer them not to show. Mm. They have Domino Gleason uh, standing on a big crate, and oh, um, yeah. kind of like dancing as he tells something to uh to Mr. Steel. Yeah. And he's like being all like, here we go. We're going to sell all these guns. And he's like moving up around yeah. and j- uh, shiggy jagging. Mm. Um, I would have preferred that not be put in there because I thought that was like a funny, cool moment. Yeah. And it was like, it, it is a little bit out of his character. So if that was completely blind for me, as it was for you, mm. I, I I noticed you like laugh at that bit and I yeah. knew it was coming. So right. that was a bit of a shame. Yeah. Other reasons you should definitely watch it. It, it bounced very well between being quite funny. Um, like, cause Tom Cruise, you know, he goes a bit crazy with his lifestyle and he's sort of, he's always very positive, always yeah. very high energy. And, and, but also between moments of seriousness as well and like really high te- tension points. So yeah, funny. It's very interesting story. That's real. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. Like the, you just watch this and even he says at one point, oh, if you want to turn this off now, you can because it just shit turns upside down from here. Yeah. It gets crazy. I, I I thought that was just them trying to sort of m- make it a bit dramatic. Yeah. But it actually really did get crazy. It was weird. Yeah, <laughs> it man. got crazier as it went on. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, And if anyone doesn't like Tom Cruise, guess what? Try try to separate the person from the actor. Yeah. Because Tom Cruise is an amazing and very dedicated actor. And that was one of my notes. Mm. I ex- I half expect Tom Cruise to be phoning it in at this point in his career. Yeah. Because he's earned so much money. He was and maybe still is the most recognisable and, like, achieved um, actor of of the last yeah. 20 years. You say his name, everyone knows he's Everybody an knows who Tom Cruise is. Right, yeah. Um. So I was definitely going in on this thinking like, ah, oh, Tom Cruise, like he's a bit, you know, he had that bit of like public melt- meltdown mm-hmm. and he's, I hope he's bouncing back or whatever. But I was blown away at his personal performance throughout this. Oh yeah. And just like, but also I feel like it would be kind of a easy film to act in because he's kind of like a smug kind of guy and he's got such a smug smile and that was all he was doing throughout the movie was like making a quip but then like laughing at himself yeah and he had a big smile on his face throughout the whole thing a bit of a dick but yeah like funny but he but he's a dick because he's confident and he's confident because he's good yeah so he's (laughs) he's aware of it so yeah yeah i was just thinking like would anyone else be able to like really embody pure ego like Mm. like tom cruise oh yeah i think i think he was a great choice yeah he nailed it i I was during times just watching and just going 
wow, he did that really well. Next mm. scene, I was like, wow, the performance in this is really good. He looks actually scared right now. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't but, know. Yeah, he, I mean, no, he's he, an actor, so I would hope that he can do that. So dedicated. <laughs> like you said, you'd think he would be phoning it in. And it seems that way with a lot of people, like I don't know, Johnny Depp in uh, the recent Pirates film. Yeah. Oh, that I sweet, guess. sweet coin, baby. Yeah, oh, that yeah. sweet booty, am I right? Because uh, <laughs> coin, another word for coins in pirate oh. language is booty. Oh. Oh, yeah. That was a multi-layered joke. Thank you. I hope everyone appreciates it. Um, but Tom Cruise did The Mummy earlier this year. Yeah, that's and right. That's such a like n- like no- a nothing film and uh-huh. you would expect to do that movie for money alone. But like at the same time, he still did his own stunts and stuff for it. Yeah. And uh, and they were crazy stunts as well. Yeah. Like he had to go up like upside down. Yeah. <laughs> at some point in that yeah, movie. He jumped out of a bus or jumped onto a bus or something. He yeah, did some crazy thing that with the bus. Sounds anyway. familiar. And then there's the OG <laughs> ghost, ghost protocol, um, yeah. heading off the side of a su- uh, skyscraper. Yep. Stunt that's like the most well-known thing he's ever done, and held onto the side of an aeroplane as it took off. What a cool guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really hope that he like because I was so anti Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um, I really hope that I just haven't done enough research. Um, for Tom Cruise, because I'm saying like he's really dedicated and such a cool dude. Mm. I'm wor- I'm I'm really hoping that he hasn't done anything. Just really. don't research him. Just leave <laughs> leave his personality sure. and personal life out of it, and yeah. you can just appreciate him for his on screen presence. A- and I do. He was amazing. Yeah, I wonder in this film, did he really fly the plane? <laughs> I I have a suspicion that he probably did. At some point. There were definitely some very realistic looking plane yeah. physics and everything. It was, yeah. I forgot he was like a stuntman when watching this, but on reflection, I'm thinking, did he really take off on that short airstrip yeah. and fly <laughs> through a, some trees? Did he really use his airplane to sort of touch the wing of another plane and wobble it a bit? <laughs> did that, that happen? <laughs> putting that out there, that was probably my favorite moment yeah. in the whole movie. Yeah, they're, they're sort of flying. Okay, here, here's a sell on the movie. They're flying... Uh, over over the sea, and one of their pilots just falls asleep. And to in order to wake him up, they sort of touch him with an airplane. But it's great because they're <laughs> uh, they're flying over water. So if you hit mm. water in in any kind of angle on a plane, you are going through the windshield mm-hmm. without a doubt. You're dead. So oh, yeah. I'm I'm going. Oh no! This is going to be like the moment where they turn the tone. Yeah, this is going to be really sad. And I remember this is a true story. This can be a completely realistic thing that could happen. Yeah. And then all they did was kind of yell at him a bit through the speaker. And then Tom Cruise just flew up next to him, tapped him on the wing and woke him up. <laughs> and then they all laughed yeah, and then were, flew off home. How like, all happy. Morning, Bob. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Getting on to the ignorant part of the podcast where I don't didn't watch the trailer and you did. Do you think you had a better time than me? Um, well, you, or do well, I think I had a better time than well, you? Well, you're jerking it off real good over there. I right am now. jerking it off real good. <laughs> a movie I would have to compare this to recently is Lucky Logan. I was but, just about to say, what's the what's the biggest surprise of this year so far? This or yeah, Logan? Crazy. I'm not. I'm I'm still probably in the Logan camp because I, it was a I bit was more thinking, funny. I'm going to go this one. Yeah. Because I because I appreciated the aesthetic, perhaps oh. more. Than, like I I know we both did, but I think yeah. You you're a comedy man. You love your Logan Lucky. Sure. I'm a I'm an aesthetic, film aesthetic man. On to the trailer. It wasn't a bad tra- trailer. I'll say that. No. It wasn't a bad. There were definitely some scenes they could have left out. Towards the end, there's a there's a scene where Tom Cruise does get captured by the police, gets taken in to the court. Yep. Pretty like the D- the DEA, the FBI, uh, the local sh- law enforcement, some other enforcement agency, all arrest him pretty much at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> They've all honed in. And they're, they're coming in from all four doors yep. that are entering this location. They bring him into the court, 
in the trailer it shows this and it shows him about to be you know sent to jail for life for doing all the stuff he does and yeah. it shows him then getting off because um i think the governor of the state called and said no he's free to go yeah for reasons that later get explained um that's the thing i didn't think they needed to show because that shows that he gets caught and i think that's something you don't expect well something something i definitely didn't expect yeah it was yeah I didn't think he was going to get caught. I thought he was going to get away, get away scot-free. But it, very nice. That's my name. But if you... um, <laughs> But the thing is, is because that's a, a very clear case of him walking out mm. and, you know, what shows his smugness, he's, off, he's saying, I mean, you guys can stand around here all you want, but I'm walking out of here as a free man, yeah. just whatever, and they all start laughing at him. Um, Because he does walk out, then that proves that this could take place at any point within the film. Right, okay. you know, if he if they show him being sentenced, if they even just kept him at uh, Jamie Mays's character saying drug trafficking, um, you know, flying over, like whatever, all of that, you know, you're going to be for jail for life. Mm. If it cut it there, then you think, well, bloody hell, he gets caught. That's a spoiler. Oh, okay. I but see. because you see him walk away, that could be in the first half hour. It could be in the last half hour. Mm. Well, my question to you is, when that didn't happen early on, did you remember that? Did you remember that he he's yeah. going to get caught eventually? Yeah, I mean it's the it's the it's the centerfold of the trailer. Right, that's like the the funny bit. The music stops, the record scratches, basically, or it does in my head at least. Like, yeah, <laughs> yep, that's me. You're probably wondering how I found myself in this situation. <laughs> um, and I knew that he got away, and I knew that there was a little joke, and I was waiting for it to come. Okay, I would prefer without the the quip at the end mm. where he says oh, you should have taken the jags or whatever he said. Mm. Yeah, but for me there was another. Uh, when I first saw the trailer, I thought this movie was going to be very cringy. Oh, really? Yeah, the tone in the well, the tone in the trailers I think were quite off mark. Every every ten fifteen seconds there was a joke. Oh, that's a good point. And it certainly was a funny movie, mm. and it certainly had all of those jokes in. Like there wasn't any cut jokes from the trailer, which means that there probably wasn't any reshoots or major changes. Yeah, but. Also, at the same time, it meant that they showed a lot of the funny stuff in it beforehand. Right. They're trying to sell it as a comedy almost. Definitely. It it wasn't a comedy. Even with the music, there was a lot of, you know, it was a bit like joyous music, a bit like cheeky and silly. Mm. When there were a couple of very action-heavy moments or very serious moments, I was thinking, oh, this isn't what I thought this was going to be. And I preferred it for that. I liked it. Mm. Um, But yeah, I thought this was going to be like a... A comedy action, not an action comedy. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Like even even the first shot, pretty much in the uh, of the trailer is not a spoiler, but it was just kind of cringy. And I noticed it because I saw the trailer a few times when Tom Cruise's character uh, crashes a plane in a in like a suburban area. Yeah. He has so much money, literally, in his back pocket <laughs> that he just grabs it, says, "This is for the damages. This is for your little sister, and this is for the bike." And then he steals the bike off the kid. And rides off, mm-hmm. and I was, and I saw that, and I thought, well, that's, this doesn't look good. This right. that sounds like a kind of a cringy joke. Okay. And what they'd made it even worse with was in the trailer they added in a sound effect of a bell going ding ding as he as he rode off. Oh, okay. And I that wasn't in the trailer because I I mean that wasn't in the movie uh, because I was remembering thinking ah oh, that sound effect sucks. <laughs> it really, it really made me go. This is kind of a bit of a cringe fest. I think this movie's going to be. And when it actually happened on screen, I was so proud yeah. that they took it out. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. There were, and that was probably one of the my favorite moments of the movie it was so funny yeah he, he cried he's covered in 
cocaine and he's riding <laughs> through a um just a neighborhood on a bike on a small little bike covered in cocaine just running <laughs> like escaping from the, escaping, escaping from, from the dea <laughs> it's really good it was it was really good and um well in that sense because you were in the trailer you thought it was going to be cringy and then it was way better than what you thought it was going to be does yep. that mean you had an awesome time watching I a, it i had a, an absolutely awesome time watching yeah. it yeah this was great from top to from start to bottom there is something that else I want to say. Um, do you think that it went on a bit long? I well, I I definitely see that the end didn't wasn't like high action. The end sort of toned down to a lower point. Yeah. Where he um like you're landing in a plane. Yeah. Ooh, the whole film is like a plane ride. Guys, there's a bit of turbulence in the middle. I will tell you what, a little bit of turbulence. Uh, coming down, coming down to land. You know, a bit shaky, a bit shaky, a bit worried, but then just smooth down but you got to remember these pilots or directors they know what they're doing they've been training for years they've completed all the tests and they know how to fly a plane or direct a film Mm. we should do a a video essay on american made and (laughs) call it turning your your film arc into (laughs) the vehicle that the film is about (laughs) um colon american made analysis <laughs> very good guys don't bite that idea that's a good stuff yeah <laughs> with the ending i i actually liked that it toned down it means that they can have like a proper ending and they don't need to do high action yeah to end it but like, i understand it did go for a while i definitely thought it was going to end at that point we were talking about with the court scene that he was going to get off and that was going to be the end. That was my perspective on the end. The movie went on for like another hour after yeah. that. <laughs> now, what, well, I asked this not because I thought it was a bit long. There were certainly moments when I realized, oh, I've, we've been watching this for ages and it doesn't look like it's slowing down yet. Mm. I think one of the reasons why this movie felt like it was a long time, even though we had a good time with it, because, you know, if something's bad, it feels like it's longer. Mm-hmm. This was, it felt like it was long, but it was great the whole time. So I was thinking, what's up? And then I realized... Because this movie is based on a true story, mm. they can't they can't like have the finale of the second act and then perfectly set up the the intro of the third right. act. Yeah. They have to tell the story as it happened. Yeah. Um so I was thinking like, well this like conversation piece is happening in like the first quarter of the third act. Mm-hmm. This is not needed right now. We need to be amping it up. But then I realized no, this is important because this actually happened and it sets up more so towards the end. Yeah. Just because that's a real life scenario. Everything that this guy went through wasn't just flying a plane and then landing the plane. There, there was conversation between it and like nights with his wife and kids. Then, you know, I don't know. I just was thinking like the reason why this felt mm. like it went for so long was because they had to, they had to give up the whole creativeness of, well, we need to have a cliffhanger here mm. to set up the next act. They had to tell the story as it was. Yeah. That's a good point. Thanks, um, man. I honestly never found myself bored. Which was, I don't think you did either. No, I not bored. I just yeah. realized, like, oh, this shouldn't be happening at this point. Mm. But I was, I was just honestly surprised for such a long movie and for essentially a biopic, like a, a film about history or about a certain guy, you expect there to be some low points. But I honestly never found myself thinking, when's this going to end? Yeah. I never had a scene where I was waiting for it to move on to the next scene. I always found myself in the moment waiting to, like, just wanting to know what was going to happen. Um, just quickly. If if you're listening to this right now and you just heard the way that Oliver pronounced um, biopic and you thought, that's wrong, it's pronounced biopic, um, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck <laughs> off. Jesus. <laughs> because it's not pronounced biopic and I've heard it three times this year 
And that's not how you say it. It's I, biopic, okay? I'd like because you're someone... making a biography <laughs> picture. <laughs> Who says biopic? Yeah, it's get not out biography. Yeah, you. Well, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand how anyone could think it's biopic. I've heard it's not a bionicle. It had to have been. You know, it had to be one of those situations where they've only read it in a book before. They've right. never heard anyone actually say the words. <laughs> yeah, it's biopic. Bi- get out of here. Biopic. Biography picture. And um, can can also the listeners please make a compilation of the amount of time Scott has told a listener, like, fuck you. <laughs> if you do that, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, this is something that I noticed about the movie that I that I really liked. And I, I wrote it down because I thought this could go into our um, analytical uh, plane, uh, plane <laughs> driving simulator <laughs> yeah. video. Um, the first time that Barry says to his wife, do you trust me? Mm-hmm. And then comedically she says no the camera is on tom cruise and when mm-hmm. he says that um it's tilted right so it's like oh he's like a bit off center right now you know oh. what i mean oh, i see and then it cuts to her and she's completely centered and she goes no and yeah. then later on as mm-hmm. a callback she's completely involved now she's like helping uh laundry the money mm-hmm. she's hot hi- she's digging holes to like bury all this cash in and then later on as like a bit of a jokey callback they say do you trust me? And he's tilted. And then they say, no. And then she's also tilted. Oh, you know what I mean? Damn. You know what I'm saying? They're both, uh, they're both unstable. They're or... both unstable. They're both hitting the turbulence. Corrupted. Yes. See, and maybe it's tilted because that's how a plane takes off. Tilted. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Oh, another, another little note I have here is, um, I love the idea of turning history. You know, I love my history. My history films. Yeah, I'm a big history nerd. This was surprise history for me because I didn't know anything about. I just, I just knew about Tom Cruise, and <laughs> it was surprise history set in the '80s, like Cold War era. Yep. I love like the idea of turning history into a genre that's not a biopic necessarily. Yeah, cool. So like this was essentially an action comedy based on a real thing, but it wasn't just like your standard. This yeah. is this guy, and he had these real emotions, and he's a real dude, and blah, blah, blah. This is a real conversation he had, and we try to recreate it, blah, blah, blah. Like, they made it fun. They made it really good. For sure. And I love, like, imagine they turn other, like, moments in history into other, like, high genre films. So, I don't know, like, turn the assassination of Lincoln into a horror film. That'd we be cool. Got, we got, uh, you got Abraham John- Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn um like the invention of the computer into a sci-fi. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve Jobs biopic. Yeah, yeah. So are you gonna you gonna do a rating? Uh, yes. You gotta wrap it I up. Think, I think I shall. High distinction. I'm also gonna give the movie a high distinction. Mm. Are you gonna give the trailer a high distinction? It's difficult to say because even though I pointed out that scene as saying I don't think it should have been, you thought that's me, baby. You should. You thought it should be in, and you had an awesome time because you had different expectations. The trailers made you think it was cringe and it became awesome for you. Yeah. So, and I think I think the trailer does sell you a bit. It it has the Pablo Escobar and I thought if you have if there's any way to sell someone on a movie, you have to say, "Hey, do you watch Narcos?" "Yes." "Okay, great." <laughs> "Here's this here's this thing relinking them. It's Pablo Escobar. Isn't he interesting?" "Hey, you like Breaking Bad? Okay, great. Fat Damon's in this." "Yes." Hey, it was you like, like Breaking Bad. It was like Aeroplane Breaking Bad. Hey, you like Donald Gleason? Here he is dancing on a crate like yeah. a little silly boy. Yeah. It 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 actually sold on the movie, I think, yeah. in some ways. And I would... I'll give it a, a distinction. I'm also going to give it a distinction. Yeah, yeah. Normally, I'm a little bit more lenient than you, and I'm, I'm giving things HDs, but mm. I think this was quite a... 
you know, I, I saw it and I thought, okay, I'll watch it. But at the same time, I was thinking, if this is supposed to be a comedy movie, then it's a little bit cringe. But it wasn't okay. exactly a comedy. Right. Okay, great. Do you want to play a game? I do like playing games. Yeah. What about the game, um, The Fruit is Acute? Ooh. I made the bold claim, episode one, that I could guess any movie's Rotten Tomatoes score within 5%. And I've been doing incredibly bad ever since I made that claim to you. Because yep. I don't look at the scores anymore for this podcast. <laughs> yes. But so we still do it anyway. Okay, so let's get straight into it. And you tell me what you think the uh, corresponding links are between these movies. Okay, 2011's Paul. Mm. What about the alien? The alien one with Sean, Sean of the Dead and yeah. the other one. <laughs> and, and Sean of the Dead's best friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's say 60. No, Ollie, you're incorrect. It was actually Sad 71. Mm, it's right I, up there. I really didn't like it. I think maybe because I thought it was going to be like Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, and it wasn't. Right. <laughs> okay. Let's take it back. 2007. What do you think Epic Movie got? Oh, great. I, I actually really like that. It's probably horrible, but I liked it as a kid. It's you love the Jack Sparrow? You love the yeah. bit? Where the girl um, kicks the the standing up beaver, and uh, the, the, there's like a <laughs> beaver or something talking, and then she goes, ah, talking beaver, and then she boots it. Oh my god, the whole concept of those movies, how they would just like break out into a rap song sometimes. Yeah, so stupid. Yeah, but was it good? Ah, uh, no, I don't think it was. I'm gonna say eighteen percent. No, Ollie, you're ah, wrong again. Wrong again. This movie had um, a whopping 2%. Whoa, really? Yeah, it 2%. had 2%. That's right, baby. I remember a good joke that's probably, again... Say probably, the joke. Probably bad. Say the joke. Um, Let's see if it's bad. <laughs> okay. Some, they're doing like a snakes on a plane bit. Yeah. And some person gets thrown out of the aeroplane. Great. And oh, then it just stuff. It cuts to like... A Paris Hilton look like walking out of like a fashion shop and she just sort of like has her glasses on and she just takes them off and she's like, eh, I am so hot. And then the person squashes her. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious visual comedy. I thought it was good. Okay. Uh, 2015's Ex Machina. Ooh. Or is it spelled Dom, Machina? Okay. Don Ogleason. No, it's he... not. And if you, think it's, if you think it's pronounced Machina, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's Machina. That's three times this show. Yeah. No, I'm not happy today. <laughs> He's not happy. He's a little sick boy. He's mad at the listeners for some reason. He's That's, taking it out on you guys. I just, I'm sick of doing a a, a, a big with my nose, yeah. you know? Yeah. Okay. Okay, X Machina. Okay, the clear link is Don O'Gleason was in that movie and he was in American Made. Um, I reckon it got maybe like 93%. Very good, Ollie. Hey, first, uh, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, it was uh, 92%. Yes! So you're very close. That's on the money. That's what we call on the money, oh. <laughs> and that's what they call you in college, isn't it, oh? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> 2008, The House Bunny. <laughs> I have a feeling this is who that, that epic movie bit was imitating. Oh, yeah, maybe. I have, okay, that's got some, I think uh, House Bunny did okay. If you I, haven't realised yet, the the matching link between all these movies is um, Hugh Hefner appearing in all of them. Who the hell is Hugh Hefner? Hugh Hefner's the the, the guy that he, like made Playboy. You know, he's like, <laughs> really? yeah, he's like really old and he's like always wearing robes and he's banging all these girls. Oh. And because he's, he's got an, a lot of money. He's an ex machina? Yeah. As who? There are two characters in ex machina as far as I'm aware. <laughs> Okay, I'll let you in on a little secret. He's not in it. He's okay. only in the house, bunny. Okay, right. It was a joke. 
but I could imagine him showing up in Epic Movie. Maybe yeah, he is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, what do you reckon it got? Two thousand and eight. The mm. the year of good movies. Was it? <laughs> the the late two thousands were great. Yeah. Nope. Um, I'm gonna say it got seventy five percent. That's probably really wrong. You were wrong. Yeah. But not as wrong as I would have thought. Okay. If, you if thought I was, I was given say bad, didn't you? If I was given the house bunny, I would have said like thirty something. Yeah. Just off like I remember the cover. Yeah. And it just looks like this is going to be a bad movie. Yeah. You got 42%. Well, that's still bad, but... Yes. <laughs> but I was thinking, like I said, probably around 30. Yeah. I was surprised to see that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is the spoiler alert of the batching links. What do you think uh, Mission Impossible 2 has? That was notoriously the worst one. So... Perhaps. 52 Yes, Ollie, you got that one correct, Aha. but by the skin of your teeth, yes. Ollie, it was 57, which is 5% Ooh. off 52. Very good, Ollie. Very close. I picked that one because it was the worst one. I was surprised to see that the rest of them are really, really well received. Yep. Even All going, really good. Yeah. I knew that they, they got back into it, but the first one I typed was Mission Impossible 3, thinking that the last in a trilogy is always the worst. Uh-huh. But it but it made it back, baby. Now, speaking of made, what do you think uh, 2017's American Made got? Okay, so I don't know this, but I'm You didn't say cheat this time. I That's didn't good. Mm. Um, 88. Ding, ding, ding. Pretty much almost exactly oh on the God. money. It was 89%. Hey! Um, and the links between these movies were each of... Each of the main actors from American Made, this is kind of a role that they were in. So Paul had Fat Damon in it, Jesse Plemons. Epic Movie had Jamer Mays, who okay. was also the uh, Emma on Glee. That's yeah. how I know her, baby. Ah, oh, yeah, that's um, right. Donald Gleeson was obviously an ex-Machina. It was a big role for him. Sarah Wright, who plays the wife in um, American Made, she was in The House Bunny. She was The House Bunny? No, I don't think so. No, sorry. She hasn't really done that much. I guess you can say that she's uh, not made the Sarah right decisions. She's made the Sarah wrong decisions. Um, and Tom Cruise was in Mission Impossible 2. I'll have everyone know Scott said that with absolute deadpan. And absolute <laughs> seriousness. <laughs> hey, Oliver dear. Yes, that would be my name. But don't wear it out. You know how it only uh, has so many, so much durability. So. You know how this week in the show I've been particularly brutal. Yeah. Let's get more brutal. Okay. Morally, morally. World's worst. It's time for pet peeves. Ollie, pet peeves is a segment in which I think of all the things in film that makes me an angry boy, and I write them down, and then I find some examples. And then you give me angry boy syndrome by proxy, because then I have to acknowledge all these things and remember them, and when I see them in movies, I think, ah, oh, that's that thing that's that, that, was, that was pointed out to me, and now I don't like it. And I always make sure to put it at the very end of the show, because I want you to have a bad rest of the day, right. put you in a bad mood. So let's... Get straight into it. <laughs> My pet peeve for this week mm-hmm. is any scene in which a reflection is used to reveal a villain very quickly, like a sudden reveal. Oh, okay. You have character. Mm-hmm. He's walking to the bathroom because he's the, he's the one that's that's defeating all these vampires, <laughs> or he's the one that's trying to stay away from a ghost. Yeah, and he thinks, you know what? I deserve a splash of cold water on my face. <laughs> and he open, turns on the tap and he's looking in the mirror. Yeah. And then he, br- he brings his head down. Yeah. He brings his head down and he splashes the water on his face. And because he got some water in his eyes, so he, so he looks back up 
and his eyes are closed. And then he opens it, and bam! Whoa, a scary villain no, behind. Yeah, this could also happen when you you uh, you you uh, <laughs> yeah, got you, your the, mirror. the medicine cabinet, right? Yeah, you've got your medicine <laughs> behind the mirror, and you open it up, and you grab your pills, and you close it, and bam! There's your ghost, your spooky ghost. <laughs> Good examples. Yes, <laughs> when. I see any horror movie or any t- TV show that's even a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. I know they do this a lot in Supernatural. Probably Supernatural, yeah. Supernatural is on the list. Whenever yeah. I see a sink, well, all right then. Here we fucking go. <laughs> Here we absolutely go. I'm Especially ready for if it. it's not Sam or Dean. It's just a character pre-intro. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then uh, it'll cut to outside of the house. Um, all the lights will be off except for the bathroom light. And then suddenly... Uh, the, the the window will kind of get blackened out by a blood splatter all over the window. That is every episode of Supernatural, ladies and gentlemen. Please <laughs> uh, do not spend $250 on the box set because I just told you the premise of every single episode. Yes, I'll go ahead and ruin um, Supernatural if everyone would like. Um, yes, not, not, not by spoiling any plot points, but, no, by, no, no. but just acknowledging something that will definitely turn you off. In season nine, this is just something I noticed, probably a lot of other seasons too, but every single episode in season <laughs> yeah. nine, Sam and Dean somehow, or one one of them somehow is tied up. Tied up. Hey, if you are a physical being in which you can grab them and tie them up, mm-hmm. guess what? You have the capacity to slit their throats. Yes, Just you do, do it. it. Why are you talking? Everyone knows who Sam and Dean are yep. and how hard they are to kill. Don't tie them up and reveal your master plan. Do it. Just kill one of them. Mm-hmm. They'll well, die. They, well, sorry, they 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 do sometimes. Supernatural. <laughs> they die a lot actually, but they usually come back. They get an imaginary way to bring them back. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> this goddamn motherfucking sink mirror trick yeah. is in every horror movie to ever be existed. Um, it's actually good when you do see the medicine cabinet and there's nothing there. That's way better building of tension. <laughs> now here's the thing. I've Got some examples in which uh, it's kind of subverted your expectations. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about some movies that it happens in. Mm-hmm. Um, consider every single Elm Street and uh, Friday the 13th movie. Mm-hmm. They're in every single one. Okay, I'm pretty sure there was <laughs> the list that I saw had every single movie had some form of this in it. In Freddy's Dead, Tracy is splashing water on her face in a bathroom, but when she looks up, she sees in the mirror's reflection that the room has changed into her old childhood home mm. where her abusive father is waiting. Oh. Now, that's, now there is a real-life villain, I'll tell you yeah. what. Freddy versus Jason in Mark's Nightmare. He's getting some pills which help him stay away. Uh, so, sorry, stay awake from the mirrored, uh, mirror cupboard in the bathroom. When he closes it again, his reflection is now replaced by Freddy's reflection. Uh, this is subverted in The Nightmare on Elm Street in the 2010 remake when Chris wakes up from her nightmare and goes to the bathroom to splash some cold water on her face and then it's played straight at the very end. Have you seen Black Swan? Uh, no. Almost every shot in the Black Swan has a mirror in it. Does it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, like, it's like really like beautifully articulated. Okay. Like They have to make sure that there's a mirror in this shot but no cameras, you know? Right, yeah. So it was quite smart. But because of this, this happens quite a few times. And uh, mirrors just play a general role in this movie, regardless. Um, have you heard of Oculus? Oh, I've seen Oculus. I loved it. Had that trope <laughs> in it. It's starring Karen Gillan. Yeah. And speaking of Karen Gillan, in an episode of Doctor Who, <laughs> I remember this happening in Doctor Who. There was a little jump scare in one of the. Um, I think it was the, the vampires in in Venice or mm-hmm. something. I think like, it was a vampire yeah, episode. Yeah. They're notorious for not having a reflection. Oh yeah. So. The doctor is in some bathroom, I think. Um, he looks 
in front. He looks at his reflection. He's fixing his hair. He's being all like suave and look at me. I'm Matt Smith, oh, okay, the doctor. Yeah. And then he turns around and there are v- vampires right in front of him. And instead of being scared, this is a great example of it um, subverting your expectations. Mm. This was a little bit of a jump scare, but instead of getting scared, he turns around and looks at the mirror and he sees nothing there. Mm. And then he looks back at them and he says something like, how are you doing that? Because <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, uh, And also, one of your favorite movies, uh, Shaun of the Dead does this like three times in the movie, I think. Yeah. One time he, he looks at the mirror and he's really scared that it's going to happen. Yeah. Like Sean is aware of pop culture. Oh, okay. And he quickly pushes it and nothing's there. And he's like, ah. Oh, and then right. he turns around and the guy's there. <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, because he's a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, an Oculus you mentioned before is literally about a scary mirror. Right. Well, that <laughs> it's explains. It's about a supernatural mirror. That explains why uh, it's, uh, it's definitely in there. So, yeah, I just think it's funny that it's. I think it's become like a self-parody of itself, yeah, this yeah, trope. Yeah. Everyone knows about the medicine cabinet. Okay, so fuck this trope out of the window. That brings us to the end of another episode of Ignorance Is This. Yeah. I hope you've enjoyed it. This one was um, a very good surprise because we didn't expect this movie to be existent, let no. alone good. <laughs> Definitely um, go see it if it comes out in DVD or if you have enough money to go see it in the movies. Absolutely. Um, if you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can by heading over to Gmail. Uh, ignorance is this at gmail.com or you can hit us up on twitter which is uh, twitter.com slash ignorance is pod go on facebook and like and share us you can do that by going to facebook.com slash ignorance is this podcast and um, also we've got a youtube page that we're posting some video content on it now um, so if you if you're listening to this podcast because you saw that that video um, <laughs> that's really cool and I hope that you enjoyed it and keep listening so That brings us to the end, and at the end of every episode of Ignorance Is This, we like to do a little haiku about the movie that we had seen. Ollie looks particularly proud of this one. Oh, not 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 entirely proud, but um, we'll see how it goes. But it's here. I'm expecting (laughs) I'm expecting good things. So, even though I gave you an excellent line beforehand, unless unless I hype my haiku up, always lower your expectations. (laughs) Um, Anyway, here here it is: is. a haiku about American Made. Stuntman Tom really got shot at, flew planes, and had real sex montages. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Bye.